0: Dr. V and Jason Phelps. I'm going to try to talk into the microphone today because um, I've noticed over the last few shows that my voice comes out very, very, very low and I haven't been talking into the microphone. So uh, we have a really cool show today. Um, We're just going to go, It's just me and Jason and we're going to, we have a, I guess a solo. So just uh, no guests today. Uh, We're going to talk about one of our favorite, favorite topics and that's red meat oh man yeah red yeah. meat is it is it healthy or not we're so, going to kind of
1: dive through all that so when you said we were going to talk about beef you know mm-hmm. I, I didn't i guess i didn't understand correctly i spent all night watching biggie and tupac oh no no about, and so maybe i totally uh, different you know, beef way worse. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> way different beef way different beef
1: ah well i guess i'll, I'll probably be able to figure it out yeah
0: but no wait yeah, You're, we're going to have a fun time talking today about it and kind of helping you sift through what is the what is a true info? What is the right info? What is the wrong info? all uh, but uh, how many times has someone told you, you know, uh, you. Y- y- You've been eating something healthy and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. oh, that's bad for you. Or then, you know, two years later, this is good for you and then now it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been eating something in one way and then all of a sudden, you hear on a study that, oh, now it's going to cause cancer. Um, there's nothing more natural or fundamental in our lives than, than food. Right. I mean, it's literally every day. Uh, but if you're like everybody else, I'm sure yesterday, you know yourself, today, like, like, what the heck should I eat? Yes. Um, you know, I've studied nutrition for over 20 years. Um, and 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 even and just just like yourself with all your mm-hmm. clients, and Rebecca, I mean, it, it's even the experts are confused by the science. Be. Okay, um, if the people that we look to for nutritional advice keep changing their views, it's no wonder that, like the rest of the people are confused mm-hmm.
1: and mystified have no idea but you know well as as more data is accrued more studies are done mm-hmm. more meta-analyses are done of mm-hmm. all these studies we get a clearer picture yeah. you know so the data we were working off 20 years ago wasn't nearly as clear
0: and it was very very it, skewed it yes. was very very skewed um, one thing I've learned about the dark side of research and nutrition is that um, you, you can make a study depending on who's funding it, mm-hmm. uh, even the design of the study, they can make it look like how they, how they want true, true science. You know, you, people always have this idea that it's, 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 it's very clear and pure mm-hmm. and, 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 Hey, I have this hypothesis and, and, and this is what, you know, the data shows and this is what, but it depends who's funding it. So, so for instance,
1: maybe a doctoral study, yeah, I mean, well, you might get well, well, from my, that, but.
0: <clears throat> exactly. Exactly, because it's very, very scrutinized. But the thing about it is, if somebody is funding it, let's just say, the 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 the, there's a study that comes out that says like eating five walnuts a day Mm -hmm. is heart healthy. Well, good bet that the that the walnut,
2: you know, people had
0: something to do with with it because Mm -hmm. it'll increase their sales, Mm -hmm. it'll increase what they can put on their packaging, it'll increase, you know, so so that's what we got to be really, really careful. Um, on on and and here's the deal read the study if you're really gonna quote studies or I read this study because here's the deal Um, another big thing that was found when they they reviewed studies was that a lot of times what was talked about in an article or what was talked about as a conclusion was completely opposite of what that actual study actually showed Um, but it was just that bias of that either journalist or that scientist And so read the study.
1: So so in the articles, they should be uh, at least citing their references. Right. Right. They Mm -hmm. they should be. I know they probably always don't, but um, they should be. And if they are, take a look at what they actually are citing and read those studies. But where is a good spot to go if you're, you know, regular Joe Blow and you want to go read that study, where is a good place to find that?
0: Uh, NCBI PubMed, um, there's some, you know, there's some ideally, if you're really serious about looking at at studies, um, you may you may want to pay that little it's like 4.99 depending on what what mm-hmm. what site it is to actually be uh actually have access to peer-reviewed studies because um you know, a lot of people will come into the office and tell me I've been doing my research or, or tell me about this so I can do research on it. Yeah. And what they mean by research is they're like going to Google media. it, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're going to Google it and yeah. they're going to, you know, read an article or read something. And and it's somebody else's take on an actual study. So yeah. read the study, so it's gonna read happen. the studies that were cited in the study mm-hmm. because they all have cite- citations. So, and, and uh, do you have to do that? No, but if you're going to quote studies, mm-hmm. read mm-hmm. the study and read the stu- you know the mm-hmm. studies that were cited in that study so you know as far as going back you know uh, like what i was talking about one day something's good you know one day eggs are healthy for you right and the mm-hmm. next day oh my god uh, you know cholesterol you know because going to kill you and uh one year the government tells you you eat six to eleven servings of carbs you know breads grains, cereals and pasta as a foundation of your diet And next it tells you to cut carbs so yep. the u.s dietary guidelines right started you know in in for about the last 35, 40 years, um, they've really, a lot of the health problems have de- been derived yeah. from that because the people that were driving a lot of the science were, like we talked about, they they ended up being truly zealots. Yeah. Like, um, and, and I'll talk about one in particular, uh, but a lot of people, a lot of the listeners will be very, very, very shocked uh, to mm-hmm. hear. And, and I'm sure they don't know, two things. One of them, if you go to right now and go look at the American Heart Association uh, you know, online, they no longer recommend low-fat diets. Mm-hmm. I had a patient even this morning that said, oh, I'm eating low-fat, and they still think that that's the way to go. They don't even recommend that anymore. Mm-hmm. And they also, in 2015, quietly removed the cholesterol mm-hmm. guidelines. So they're not on the, the daily requirement, daily allowable of cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Now the government calls it a nutrient of no concern. Yeah,
1: because eating cholesterol doesn't translate to no. having blood cholesterol, blood cholesterol. There's Blood cholesterol. There's no translation there. And
0: what the scientists are seeing is like, you, they've even admitted that there was no fanfare. Mm-hmm. There was no press release. There was no anything that said, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we were wrong. They just kind of quietly tiptoed back from it. Mm-hmm. And and this uh, you know we want to make a big deal about it, but but mm-hmm. there's no more daily requirement. So eat your eat your egg with the yolk. You know it's not gonna not gonna be a problem. Um, but today we're gonna specifically talk about red meat because it's very very polarizing, right? You know when you hear understand this. There there's never ever been a study specifically, and it will never be done. Why mm-hmm. it's exp- exponentially Expensive, like way too expensive. They've even reviewed it. You would have to basically follow, you know, a randomized control study is kind of the gold standard. It's You have a, a control group and an intervention group. Um, so it will never, ever be able to be done specifically on red meat. Why? Because you'd have to con- put them in an isolated room, mm-hmm. control everything they eat, and then control the red meat eaters, everything they eat. Um, and that'll never happen. It'll never it never ever happen, and and so everything is correlation. So they correlate one thing to the other. So like for instance, oh I, I I wake up every morning and the sun also comes up in the morning. So therefore like, I must make the sun come up. That's right. That, that's a lot of the way that a lot of the studies are done as far as correlation, and a lot of them are also done observational. Recall studies, observational, what we call epidemiological mm-hmm. studies, and they follow a group for like ten years. Yeah, could you where,
1: imagine somebody coming and asking you, "What did you eat for each meal of the day last week?" Last week, Look, exactly, and, and the amounts, and what time exactly, of day. and, and that's, trying to get that right. Yep. Oh my God. That and that's what they no and way.
0: that and that's what they do. They you know they they basically do that in studies, and they so one of the ones that they looked at, they actually looked at one of those studies, and they showed where the calories being reported were not even enough to sustain an elderly sedentary woman. <laughs>
1: it was like forty percent, forty percent less than yeah. than what they were actually. What they
0: eating. were actually eating. Yeah. And so people also tend to report, they overreport good and they underreport bad. <laughs> Whatever the prevailing theme of that year is, um, if eating eggs is bad, they're going to underreport how much eggs they ate. Uh, so they're they're not really reliable they're not really reliable so as far as red meat and then and then we get into the the, the nuances right okay if you're talking about red meats bad okay what what red meat are you talking about okay mm-hmm. if, if i stop at the convenience store and i grab a uh-huh. you know any, a, anything mm-hmm. that's red meat mm-hmm. a sausage um if i if i go to whataburger and have a burger mm-hmm. you know that that burger meat that, that's red meat mm-hmm but uh, also if i go and have a grass-fed grass-finished steak Mm -hmm.
1: that's red meat that's right
0: but they're all completely different Mm -hmm.
1: meats not to mention if you shoot your own
0: if you shoot your own that was the other one it's very different you know that's also red meat if i if i go shoot an axis in the wild or Mm -hmm. a red you know a a white tail Mm -hmm. and and i eat game meat Mm -hmm. that's also very very different so What's, you know, what's, what's driving it? What's the problem? You know, a lot of people don't realize it, that the biggest lobbyist group in Washington um, is not big pharma. Mm -hmm. It's not big oil. It's not, it's big food and big ag. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, They really drive, there's a, there's a $1 trillion food industry. Okay. And, but they provide us with all sorts of healthy options, right? Low fat, high fiber, whole grain, gluten-free. Uh, all of these, which are like the opposite of, of healthy. Um, so I have two rules with patients a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, if it has a health claim on the label, what's inside is probably not healthy. Yeah. And then health rule number washing two. washing is a huge problem. The one now?
1: Health washing is a e- huge problem. Yes.
0: And then rule number two, don't eat anything that has a commercial. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything that has a food commercial, like... Watch tonight, and you tell me the next time you, you see a healthy food commercial, it's mm-hmm. basically, it's it's a it's a fast food restaurant followed by another fast food restaurant, followed by by you know candy and then a medication mm-hmm. commercial after it. Um, so you know going back to red meat, you know we're gonna have a kind of a fun back and forth, and, and I have a couple of true false questions mm-hmm. uh, that I'm gonna get into in a little bit with with Jason, and and he's probably gonna get the majority of them right. All probably all, he'll he'll get all <laughs> of them right. He'll get all of them fingers right. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but the sad truth is like what we eat today really isn't real food i mean right. a lot of it's adulterated a lot of it's processed way beyond what resembles whole food and and what we're eating today is mostly like food substance and or
1: frankenfoods what problems does that cause to the digestive system when you eat things that your body doesn't recognize well yeah
0: it's uh horrible. gut disruption um you know we believe that a lot of these Medically, are leading to a lot of the autoimmune problems, mm-hmm. um, the leaky gut syndrome. Leaky gut syndrome was it was a was a word that about 10 years ago, every single GI guy and and maybe still today, um, would would laugh you out of the room. And now it's a very very real deal. Yes. You know, SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Mm-hmm. Uh, gut is kind of the gateway. If you don't, if you're not digesting your food properly, mm-hmm. you, it doesn't matter if you eat a healthy diet. That's you're right. not gonna you're not gonna absorb it. Mm-hmm.
1: so it takes time to to really if you you know we we talked a lot about autoimmune things but we've talked a lot about building up immunity mm -hmm. over the last two months because it's all you hear in the news and there's not really a way to change your diet today that's going to affect your immune system tomorrow tomorrow no it's a long-term proposition time you know it's it takes constantly keeping that stuff out of your system Mm -hmm. over a long period of time and putting the right things in to build up that immunity over time so don't think that um, you can fix, you know, your immune system t- tomorrow, tomorrow to get ready to stop a virus, Yeah. which no matter how well you eat is not going to happen. Yeah. You know, a virus is going to get in, whether you are a perfect dieter or not, but it will help you get over it quicker yep. and help you beat it. So yep. keep that in mind.
0: So I'm going to jump into the, 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 the couple of factor fiction, right? You know, so the, the, this is the biggest one, and this is one that mm-hmm. everybody can relate to, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody knows, right, knows that eating meat, will clog your arteries, cause cancer, and type two diabetes and take years off your life, right? That's what we've been all taught. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. False. Okay? It's absolutely false. Yeah. Uh, but everybody can be kind of excused for believing that because it's been so ingrained, just like with, we talk about politics or, or media, or it, it, something doesn't have to be true. You just have to get in front of the camera, right. write about it enough and say it enough, mm-hmm. and it just suddenly
1: becomes truth. And suddenly it becomes inarguable. Yeah, people are real quick to like to point the finger at something and say that's the reason. That's the reason. That one that, thing. That's, that's the one reason thing. that you know I've been unsuccessful. I didn't know I, I shouldn't be eating beef yeah. or red meat. Yeah. And so then they cut that out and think that you know they've helped themselves yeah. in some way. But. but
0: but like I was telling you, the patient this morning was telling me, yeah, I stopped eating meat. Yeah, yeah. But but that doesn't mean you don't eat any meat. I mean, they say, well, I feel better because I'm eating less meat. Well, yeah, you're not eating a 12 ounce. Mm -hmm. you know, ribeye or 12 ounce T-bone, you you can have four to six ounces. So we'll kind of talk about the, Mm -hmm. the ideal amount, but nobody's asking you to eat a Mm -hmm. 16 ounce, you know, a a full pound of meat every day. Um, Four to six ounces, a six ounce filet mignon. I mean, you know, they're, they're really, really good. Mm But let's just start by acknowledging that like humans, first domesticated sheep, cows, pigs, as Mm -hmm. far back as like 10,000 BC or, you know, Humans have been eating meat as long as our species existed. That's right. Period. That's the main reason that, you know, we're omnivores. I mean, oh. we're, we, we are. Sorry for my vegan friends, but, but, um, there's never been a hundred per, a hundred percent vegan friends. Na- yeah. I don't. Yeah. A hundred percent vegan, but you know, uh, uh, basically. Yeah. On purpose. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. now, now. Making a choice. Making, yeah, making a choice. So. Mm-hmm. In fact, like scientists who study kind of modern day hunter-gatherers who live and eat very much like paleo or, or paleo ancestors did, mm-hmm. um, they eat they, they meat-heavy, low-sugar mm-hmm. diet. They find they typically have no signs of heart disease, mm-hmm. diabetes, other chronic diseases. They're few and far between. There are still some indigenous people that, that sure. eat that way. Uh, but in recent decades, like anti-meat advocates and scientists, they've all tried to scare Americans you know, by linking meat to everything from cancer to heart disease to diabetes and even obesity. Mm -hmm. Uh, but time and time again, like the research, you know, the true, there's really, there is really good research, um, has shown the opposite. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Our ancestors knew meat is a nutrient dense food Mm -hmm. that can prevent disease, nutritional deficiencies, uh, when consumed in combination with, in the context of a healthy diet, when, Mm -hmm. you know, with, with lots of plants and vegetables. So, I'm going to get into number 1. All right. Number 1. Let's do it. All right. So, true or false. These are all true or false. True or false. Red meat contains high levels of saturated fat
1: which causes heart disease. So, red meat usually contains about 50% monounsaturated fat and then the other half is Thank saturated, you. right? So, yep. it depends on what you mean by a lot. By a lot, yeah. And and here's the deal,
0: red meat contains A lot of, we talked about it a couple of weeks Mm ago, a lot of different types of fat. Mm -hmm. They zone in on saturated fat, but it's actually a saturated, a type of saturated fat called stearic acid that does Mm -hmm. not raise blood cholesterol. Uh, But here's the deal. It also has a lot of omega-3s, omega-6. Now, the omega-6, we'll kind of talk about it, but the omega-6 is higher. It's much, much higher. Omega-6 fat is an an inflammatory, Mm -hmm. um, omega-3, sorry, omega-3 in anti-inflammatory omega 6 inflammatory they're much much higher in feedlot cows okay and and so omega 3s are fi- higher in grass fed mm-hmm. uh here's the deal the link between saturated fat and heart disease has been disproven mm-hmm. over and over and over again okay in in every in, in large study studies of more than 600,000 people in 19 countries found no link between saturated fat and heart disease And another study; these are big, big studies. Another Mm -hmm. study of 135,000 people from 18 countries and five continents over 10 years showed a lower risk of heart disease and death from eating saturated fat. Okay, so it it, the you know we'll we'll get into a little bit why the saturated fat got demonized. Mm -hmm. It's still um, not cleared by the by the by the by the industry but it's it is very clear on the uh on, on the studies mm-hmm. now number two if you avoid meat you can easily i love this one if you avoid meat you can easily get all the protein you need from plants oh man that <laughs> false. And, I, and
1: i'll tell you I've, I've worked with some vegetarian friends on their diet plans and trying to get them enough protein, protein. Mm-hmm. to not just survive mm-hmm. but enough to thrive is freaking impossible yeah it's yeah. impossible, you yeah. know, and, and for, you know, I think of those people and how hard they have to work, how uh-huh. much harder they have to work to just maintain, uh-huh. you know, and, and, and not grow. I mean, it's it's going to be really, really hard. For much less putting
0: muscle, muscle mass on, oh, but just to be healthy, especially like we talk about at, after age 65, I really want people to prioritize protein. Yep um increase of protein it's very 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 hard yes and to, i'm not saying it can't be done it can't be done
1: a, you know you have to match a lot of amino acid amino profiles acid profiles to and supplement heavily with zinc and and uh, vitamin b and everything like that just to make sure that you're getting the same thing would have gotten thing. if you had a had a four-ounce steak yeah you know and that's something that you you can do it's just very 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 difficult. very, very so hard i would say false on that one yep
0: false you have to have a lot of vegetables beans grains and meet your daily requirements you'd mm-hmm. have to eat three cups of lentils just to get the right amino acid profile you and protein. You wouldn't be able
1: to live in the house with me if I was eating three cups that, of lentils, a day. lentils. Oh my god! Six oh.
0: cups of quinoa <laughs> equals a four ounce piece of chicken breast. Six yeah. cups. Yeah, Six and then cups you're also about
1: 180 carbs with uh, that. Oh, 300. Time. 300. Yes. Yeah.
0: 300. It was like 300. It's like 322. I think 322 grams of carbs. Um, but as you age, like I was talking about, you need a lot more protein, a lot higher quality protein to maintain muscle mass and health, because that's what leads to decrepitness. You know, that's what leads to uh, sarcopenia, loss Mm -hmm. of age-related, loss of muscle mass. Plant proteins also contain a lot lower level of leucine. Mm -hmm. Leucine is one of our branched-chain amino acids that it's the primary, it's a rate-limiting amino acid for maintaining muscle. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, animal protein contains very, very high levels of leucine. Mm So, again, you know, if you supplemented a lot, if you're a vegan and you took BCAAs and, you know, mm-hmm. branching amino acids that had high leucine, could you maybe? Yeah, but you're still the caloric burden to match that small amino acid profile mm-hmm. of, um, you know, a small amount of animal protein or meat, red meat. Mm-hmm. It, it, you, you can't even compare the two. Yeah. So, and you know, that's that one.
1: Yeah. And there's a, just a as an anecdotal mm-hmm. response to that, if you, when you look at vegans. They don't look healthy. They don't look healthy. You know, like that's that's yeah, a red flag for me immediately. Mm-hmm. Why do all these people look sick and dying?
0: There are not there you know? there not very many old vegans, <laughs> and 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 actually yeah. with a good amount of muscle mass. Um, now I'm not saying not to eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah, Absolutely. you you eat a lot of vegetables, but not vegan by any mm-hmm. any stretch of the mean uh, imagination. So number three, this is a cool one. Mm-hmm. Number three cattle evolved to eat grass in the wild, not grains and beans like soy and corn.
1: That's true. True. Cows in the wild do not have access to those to soy foods. and co- yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so cows, sheep and goats they're all they all eat grass and forage. Mm-hmm. Um, cows are ruminants. They have four stomachs for a reason so they can digest grass. Um, factory farm animals are fed cheap grains, and believe it or not, even candy. It's it's legal mm-hmm. to feed them candy, Skittles, and Skittles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That 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 big flatbed in in Minnesota. Oh no, sorry, Wisconsin. A few years <laughs> ago, that flipped over, and there was red Skittles all over the ground. They Taste were actually the headed to the feedlot. Yeah. They're actually fed, brutal. Um, in 2017, the 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 head of the U.S. Livestock Association bragged about you know basically um, that since the cost of corn was mm-hmm. so high that they had really have been supplementing um a lot of the feedlot beef with uh candy and there's mm-hmm. videos of them even feeding them the candy with the wrapper still on it Jeez. they're allowed to legally feed them feather meal which is ground up feathers from birds they're allowed to feed them uh excrement poop mm-hmm. basically uh, uh cleaned poop mm-hmm. they call it um, like eat. ground get up it. animal parts yep. um and and not to mention the hormones and the antibiotics to fatten them up. A lot of people think the antibiotics are for illnesses, which partly yes, because they get it. Why? Because mm-hmm. they get a lot of liver at their diet is so poor that they get a lot of abscesses in the liver mm-hmm. that they have to have the antibiotics for. Mm-hmm. So understand that it's, it's the poor diet that they're eating what's That's causing the sickness. That's causing the sickness. And it needs them to need, need the need antibiotics. To. Yep. Yeah. So, so that, that, that one is a, you know, the, the, the feedlot beef and a grass-fed, grass-finished cow are completely, completely different, mm-hmm. different animals. They're, they're you, you could they're they're completely different.
1: Mm-hmm. And you, you actually see that in the wild too. And I've talked about that with some friends of mine that are hunters mm-hmm. that talk about the difference in the venison of mm-hmm. the ones that depend on that corn yep. from feeders, in the way that they develop in their taste yeah. compared to real, if they protein true wild. or
0: or wild grass forage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's 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 a totally different, you know. So, kind of to t- touch back on that, our diets nowadays are 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 bad for a lot of reasons, you know, sugar and other things. But specifically, omega, like inflammatory. Everybody talks about inflammation. Um, they're very very high in omega six fats. Okay, so a, f- a grass fed, grass finished cow. Is about a one to one ratio of omega three to omega six. Okay, so it's which is very out. similar to what we need in our diet. Well, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, a a feedlot beef, feedlot cow is a one mm-hmm. to seven of omega three to omega six. So already more inflammatory. And then you couple that with a poor standard American diet of like, um, you know,
1: so if you're eating you a fast burger, food water burger, for exactly, instance, and you get that ground beef hamburger, mm-hmm. and you're getting that type of ratio of Omega three and six mm-hmm. in your beef, but you're also getting the bonnet. French fries. You're also getting the fries, mm-hmm. and you're also getting, you know, a Coke, for instance. Mm-hmm. Now your profile has skewed yep. very sharply, in one, very to, 20. Way. So one to twenty. So any positive impact you got from eating beef has been negated, yeah, completely,
0: completely negated. And that's why people love the taste, but then either they feel terrible after, or they're hungry again in two hours mm-hmm. because it's it's you're eating, but you're not. Your body doesn't feel. You're not getting the nutrients. You're not getting. You're not getting any nutrients. So we're mm-hmm. we're overfed and under malnourished. That's right. You know. So basically, if and when you can eat grass-fed, grass-finished yeah. beef. Um. So man, we're already thir- wow. Are we thirty minutes in? Holy yeah. moly! Okay, we'll we do one, one more. more we got one more question. We got one more question, and then we'll 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 pick it back up. So this this is a good one, and a lot of people, uh, liver. Is one of the most nutritious foods you can eat. Ugh. True or false?
1: I like liver with Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> fava beans. Yes, liver is super, super healthy. Yes. If you have a chance to eat organ meat, do it. Do it. I know it's gross. I know because I'm I married taste. a Scottish woman. She I love loves, the She Loves, loves, loves organ meats. I can't, I can't. Yeah. No, I, I eat it because I know it's good for me. Uh-huh. And when I say good for me, I mean really, really good. good there for are you. things in there that you can't get anywhere, anywhere else. else. Uh, that is a legit superfood. Yep. Right? It is. So that's, that's where I fall on liver. So I'm going to go.
0: True. Drink. Yeah. Liver contains high levels of vitamins, proteins, nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, I only recommend eating liver if you can from organic, like grass fed, you know, grass, mm-hmm. grass finished pasture raised animals. Um, liver, uh, uh, we used to historically. We used to prize the organ meats. If we made a kill, yeah. we would throw the muscle meat to the dogs and we would eat the organ meats. Absolutely. In the wild, they always, bears. lions, tigers, bears, um, for orca orca whales. Yeah. They, there's there's videos on Shark Week of them attacking. Um, it's really crazy. I still don't understand how they do it. But um, orcas surgically cut into sharks and, mm-hmm. and remove the liver. They only eat the liver.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy. I have not seen that. I'd love yeah. to.
0: Yeah, and there's videos of it. Look mm-hmm. look it up. You know, orca eating uh, shark liver. Mm-hmm. So, re- but but we lost our ability or lost our actually taste for it. Again, why? Because saturated fat and cholesterol were demonized. We used to eat a lot of it, liver and onions, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, sweetbreads. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm Mexican, so we mm-hmm. eat a lot of mollas or sweetbreads. They're really, really good. Um, and, and, you know, like tripe, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But they lost you know, their, their, their prevalence because the saturated fat was demonized. Mm-hmm. That's the main reason it kind of went away. We used to eat a lot of it. So, you know, if you can, you know, it has a lot of iron. Talk. It has a lot of B vitamins. It has a lot of nutrients that you can't get anywhere. It's very, very potent. Talk
1: to your butcher. Tell yep. them that's what you're looking for. They've got it. They've got it. They, they got it. They, yeah, got they it. yeah. It's just not out front because nobody buys a whole it. lot of people asking for nobody it. Nobody buys it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I tell think you the, what. We can start a trend here. Yep. I'm
0: big, big, big on, on, on organ meats Mm -hmm. if, and when I can get them. So with that, we're up to our first break from our sponsors and we will be right back to finish up
2: turn on your glam today. The Jenna Klein collection is here elaborated with natural products. Give yourself a compliment with our organic lip glosses in more than 15 shades. With the Jenna Klein Lip Gloss Collection, you can hydrate your lips and keep that glamorous look that you need. Turn on your glam. Visit JennaKlein.com. And don't forget our skincare collection with natural ingredients that will improve the skin's appearance and prevent visible signs of aging. We have everything you need to achieve smooth and vitalized skin. JennaCline.com. Turn on your glam today.
1: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91 Located
2: at 26400 Kirkendall Road in Tombell, Texas, Cupcakes and Bubbles has the sweetest and most delicious cupcakes for the entire family from chocolate raspberry, strawberry rhubars, cookies and cream, and the most popular among kids, the S'mores Cupcake. Come and enjoy our cupcakes with the glass of your favorite bubbles. Visit www.cupcakesandbubbles.com for the complete list of our delicious cupcakes. Order online through our webpage. DoorDash and Uber Eats is available too. Enjoy life's sweetest moments with Cupcakes and Bubbles.
1: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
0: Welcome back, everybody. We are back and we're talking about Red meat today, healthy or not. Um, we're going to just keep going on with our, our, our quiz, our true-false, and, and Jason's gotten every single one of them right so far. Um, That's good. Showing so, my chops yeah. today. So um, I'm going to go on with right here, number five. All right. and And this one, this one is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, true or false, eating bacon is as strongly linked to cancer as smoking cigarettes.
1: No, we've been told that. But I know that it's false.
0: <laughs> totally false,
1: totally, totally false. false. And I'm going to yeah. explain
0: why. OK, 2015, the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. uh, they stated that bacon and hot dogs were as bad as cigarettes and they increase your risk of colon cancer by 20 percent. So mm-hmm. everybody freaked out. Um, everybody stopped eating, you know, a lot of bacon and it's like, wait a minute. You know, I was eating a ketogenic diet. I thought well, bacon was good. And yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> well, they're wrong. <laughs> they okay. Wrong. What they bank on is they don't know the, the, the average person doesn't know the ri- the difference between relative risk and absolute risk okay. in a study. So the average person, you Jason, anybody, the yeah, average yeah. person's lifetime risk of developing colon cancer is 5%. Mm-hmm. Okay. This study showed the 20% increase means your lifetime risk would climb from 5% to 6%. Ooh, that's if a you
1: ate 20% increase. Yes, 20% right? increase. If
0: yeah. if you ate 4 pieces of bacon every day for the rest of your life.
1: Oh man. I'd take that risk.
0: 1% 1% <laughs> change. So so again, it's one of these where depending on the design of the study, yeah. they they can really really make it look I mean, a- any way they want. Mm-hmm. So, so when abs- they
1: report that, they say eating bacon increases your risk by twenty-six percent of getting colon cancer. Of getting colon cancer, right? That's a scary headline. It, well, it is. That's what gets clicks. It, it is. So but it's not a
0: one percent different lifetime. Nope. So again, now hot dogs. Mm, mm, there's there's there. That's there's a, a, that, a little in hot bit. Dogs, there's too. a difference in hot dogs. I want you to have a hundred percent beef or hundred percent pork. Now here's mm-hmm. the deal. Also organic if you can get them, and they have them. Like they they have them. Here's a funny story is, uh, you know, worked with a neurosurgeon years and years ago and, um, they, as a joke, he sent a, he was doing a a craniotomy, you know, for tumor removal and he sent to the pathologist, he sent a bit of hot dog (laughs) and the pathologist called back into the operating room, like super, super concerned, freaked out because he found, bits of hair skin nails and teeth in that sample <laughs> and so yeah hot dogs hot dogs are are really really bad the, the way uh-huh. if you look at them uh, the, the way that most of them are made it's all you know, everybody knows it's all the leftovers all the, but if when you see mechanically separated
1: we're gonna we're gonna lose listeners right here <laughs> Just- we're not even going to show you how the. I'm not going to show you what it We're does. We're going to talk about it.
0: But basically, it's a machine and it grabs that piece, like say a chicken, mechanically separated mm-hmm. chicken. It's a machine and it basically shakes it very, very violently, <laughs> and it whatever flies off of there, it kind of goes down and gets uh-huh. collected, and that's chicken. That's like the mechanically separated chicken. Those are your chicken. chicken nuggets. Those are your kids. chicken nuggets. Yep. Yep. All white meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving along, let me get to the truth. I got to get that picture out of my head. Yeah. That's. Oh man, I lost my spot. Here we go, number six. The true or false: the government strictly regulates what cattle
1: are fed. True or false? So they they do try to portray that they do, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they do. No, nope. The whole skittle thing kind of gave it away. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And we kind of jumped the gun a little bit, but it was a true. It was part of our true/false question. Yeah. So um, again, I mentioned them earlier. Additives allowed under the law. Feather meal, which is dry uh ground up feathers from, from birds. Dried and unprocessed oh, wow. recycled animal waste.
1: So why would they even approve ground up feathers? Is it a, a filler value to no. that whatsoever?
0: It's 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 a filler. It's just a it's a filler kinda of like cellulose for, for so, so how does um, something like
1: that get approved? Well, who's who
0: who whose powers it be? The powers who stands that be?
1: to make money off of chicken feathers, right? Exactly. Okay.
0: Subsid- you know, look at all our subsidies. Mm. Uh, food adulterated with waste from rodents, insects, or birds—more poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, polyethylene roughage replacement—it's a fancy word for plastic filler. Yep. They actually put plastic filler into the feedlot to to increase roughage. Bacteria, toxic chemicals like PCBs and dioxin, potato mm-hmm. chips, Kool-Aid powder, oh. molasses, and candy. Good lord. Okay, those are those are allowed by law. Um, by the government. Mm-hmm. So we kind of talked about it. Grass-fed beef is best. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's actually so nutritionally superior that it's it literally is a totally different animal, totally mm-hmm. different meat. Um, we already talked about the higher omega-6, you know, higher omega-3 to omega-6, better omega-3, mm-hmm. uh, 6 ratio. There's more CLA mm-hmm. or conjugated linoleic acid, which helps you lose weight and stay saline. Mm-hmm. Um, CLA, there's 500 times more of CLA in grass-fed versus feedlot beef. Okay? That's a crazy. It's difference. a crazy amount. Crazy amount. Um, grass-fed organic and non-antibiotic beef samples contain no evidence of MRSA or E. coli versus mm-hmm. conventional factory farm beef. They've done studies time and time again of samples. Um, so they, they they have a lot higher, feedlot beef have a lot higher E. coli and uh, MRSA. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the other one. It contains a remarkable fatty acid. Okay. Mm-hmm. You talked about earlier. 40, 50% of the meat is monounsaturated and polyunsaturated. The same kind of fats are in avocado, avocado, nuts. olive oil, nuts, mm-hmm. seafood, the stearic acid that I talked mm-hmm. you know, t- talked to you about. That's the, the mainly the, the saturated fat that's in it does not increase serum cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, nope. you know, a, a lot, a lot of good reasons. You know, a lot of people talk about the cost. Yeah, I understand the cost. But again, how much are you eating? That's right. You know, if you're going
1: to buy a pound of grass-fed beef currently, mm-hmm. if you're just buying ground, you know, grass-fed beef and you buy a pound of it, it's going to be about eight bucks, right? Eight, nine bucks?
0: Uh, the, the conventional, the latest is about five, is it $4.95. That- and then grass-fed is about seven to eight.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're paying a little bit more. But mm-hmm. if you're getting a pound, you should be able to feed three people very easily after you cook it mm-hmm. without amount, yeah. or, or one of me. Yeah. So that's. Big takeaway
0: we need less meat than we're eating. Uh, we don't need a 12 quality, ounce steak.
1: Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. That's right.
0: You're either going to pay for it on the front end or you're going to pay for it on the back end. That's right. Okay. I tell people all the time all the money you think you're saving mm-hmm. from, you know, paying less on food and, 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 you know, you're going to goes away with one diagnosis of diabetes, one ER visit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's really, really bad, really, really bad. All right. So final, and, that, and
1: that's just financial oh, impact, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Think that's about not the physical health that mm-hmm. comes with eating an animal that lived on the garbage that factory farm yeah. animals are being raised on. So we it's,
0: say, instead of we are what we eat, that's it. That's where I'm headed. We are we are what we ate ate, and yes. and and so All if day. they're eating crap, we're eating second you know second like hand secondhand crap. smoke, secondhand crap. Yep. So here here here's the last one, and this okay. is going to be real interesting. Uh, grilling meat helps reduce contaminants and and chemicals. It's kind of a uh, it's it's kind of confusing the way it's put, but grilling meat. Um, so, true or false.
1: so burning meat. Does. Thank you. So if you over Cook something yes. and burn the ever-loving heck out of it. Mm-hmm. You will see some higher levels of carcinogens yep. on the surface of the meat, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, when you smoke, fry, or grill, mm-hmm. or, or otherwise like cook any meat, like you know, to get all the char mm-hmm. on them, um, it creates carcinogenic compounds called uh, they're HCAs or heteros- heterocyclic amines mm-hmm. and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or you know, basically PAHs. Do not plain and simple. Do not burn or overcook your meat. Um, a lot of times, I'll sear it, you know, on the bar- barbecue pit, mm-hmm. or I'll sear it and then I'll I'll um, put it. I'll I'll bake it. Bake it, it the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it comes out comes out way 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 better. You bet. Way 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 better. So how how did how did we get here? You know, I I know it kind of seems like we're 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 going backwards, but you know why? I wanted to give you all the information up front, Kind of do the little quiz. But I really want people to understand how we even got here. Okay, um, every story has every, every you know food. Every it has a origin story. Um, saturated fat or meat or fat. So meat by association, because of the saturated fat was included in it. But it all went down. It all happened in the 1950s. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a famous, or however you want to call it, infamous, uh, Infamous. Dr. Ansel Keys, okay? Mm -hmm. You can read about Dr. Ansel Keys. He's the famous doctor that came out with the diet heart hypothesis, or the lipid hypothesis. That's basically where, where, hey, eating saturated fat will clog your arteries and you're going to get heart disease and die. Well, why did it happen, okay? In the early 1900s, heart disease was very, very low. About the 1950s, heart disease just took off, and there was this mad rush to figure out why were suddenly having, there were all kinds of, there were all kinds of theories. Uh, one of them was we were, you know, type A personalities. Some of them were, well, exposure to chemicals and, uh, you know, some of them were, you know, there was a couple of people, we talked about it, this was one Dr. Udkin in, in England that said it's pro- heart disease probably being up. caused by sugar. Yeah. And Dr. Stevenson here in the United States, it was saying it was carbohydrates in sugar, well, the prevailing, you know, what what came, why it came about was Dr. Ansel Keys was very, very, very influential. He was a very charismatic. He a hell of a salesman is what he, he was. He, exactly. He was a very good salesman. And they said, even his peers said he was very aggressive and that mm-hmm. he would never, ever, he would argue, argue you to the death. Mm-hmm. He went in with preconceived notions and he looked at cholesterol and said, that's mm-hmm. it. It's cholesterol. So, in the 50s, Eisenhower had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And those again, this mad rush, so what, what, what caused it, what caused it? Well, he analyzed his diet and he saw, well, you know, his diet was very, he ate eggs and sausage and mm-hmm. bacon for breakfast. Okay, well, mm-hmm. it's gotta be at. Well, he didn't factor in that he smoked six packs a day. Mm-hmm. He already came into the presidency with heart disease. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of other things that he kind of dispelled, but he did a famous or infamous seven country study. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where he looked at all the countries that ate a lot of fat, had a high amount of heart disease and all the countries that ate low fat ate, you know, had low heart disease. Well, what he failed to mention, and they did a, they basically did a reboot or a revaluation of his data in the 2000s. Uh, there were actually 22 countries in the study, but he conveniently left, left out, out... That didn't fit his... Narrative. That didn't fit his... Yeah. yeah. So one of them being France. France is very, very high fat and has low heart disease. Mm-hmm. Well, they called it... They, instead of saying, well, that doesn't fit or... You know, they said they called it the French paradox. Like, in other words, we don't know why. Um, so
1: he did a lot so it's of... It's very hard to make a definitive statement when you have that many outliers. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. And and But he just basically... He went on Time Magazine. He went on CBS, NBC, and, and ABC and said... It's saturated fat uh, and cholesterol, Mm -hmm. okay? You know what's really crazy is in the 1980s, he actually recanted in his older age, and he actually said, you know what? I don't think cholesterol is is a culprit anymore. Mm -hmm. But the damage has already been done. It's it's, it's driven food policy for over 50 years, but Mm -hmm. he did a lot of studies um, that that you could not get by with today. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the first studies he did, get this, he did it on this is how he got the cholesterol mind you by the way the cholesterol uh, hypothesis that he came up with it was because he fed a bunch of rabbits mm-hmm. a high cholesterol diet mm-hmm. and guess what their cholesterol went up mm-hmm. well guess what they're they're not they're they're herbivores they don't
1: have the exact same they're not omnivores that's right they're so, not made to process that kind of stuff
0: yeah so he correlated that to well high cholesterol is bad we feed them cholesterol um, high cholesterol is bad. It's, and, and they, they actually, they, they did, they they got heart disease. Mm-hmm. So okay. if they
1: would have chosen a omnivore mm-hmm. animal of yep. some type to then do that. Probably, study
0: it, probably had different results. That's right. So, so the other thing is, is he did a study and, and it's, it, it wouldn't have even been able to be carried out now. It was called the Minnesota starvation experiment. Mm-hmm. And they actually you look it up. It's, it's a very crazy study. And, and, and crazy is the bright word there.
1: Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, it was it was
0: not 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 it was a what's the word? It's very it was devious. I don't know. It it, it was it was, devious. It was yeah. very very it, you couldn't you couldn't get it done a day no way. Uh, ethically. Ethically and morally you couldn't get it done. So who were the group of people they mental on patients.
1: That's why we said not a crazy. Yeah. Experiment.
0: Yeah, oh, I got you. I got you. mental <laughs> patients. So so what they did is they had them there in the mental hospital and they could feed them. They could they could feed them um a regular diet, what they called a regular diet. And then one of the groups, they fed them vegetable oil. and corn oil. Oil. Okay. Here's the interesting thing is they never published the results of the mm-hmm. study up until like 16 years later. And when they asked one of the people in the in the study why they didn't, and he said, well, we were just so taken aback by the results that, that we just couldn't. I
1: figured they did it wrong.
0: Yeah, they just couldn't couldn't come out with the data which is that in itself is is it's very bad science. So, so what did the data show? The data showed that the men that had the corn oil and the vegetable oil their cholesterol actually dropped. Mm-hmm. But their 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 deaths from heart disease went up. Mm-hmm. They just kind of swept it under the rug mm-hmm. and they they reevaluated it in I believe it was 2015 maybe it was 2015 mm-hmm. 2011 2015. And they, 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 re, they basically um, they, they looked at the data again and they saw, oh my God, and, but they, they could not, uh, funny funny story is that they, they, they went to the son of one of the original mm-hmm. researchers, and he had all these old magnetic tapes with all the data in his basement. Mm-hmm. And they reevowed, they looked at all the data again, and they couldn't believe that, you know, there was all this data. They, they just never published mm-hmm. the studies. But again, they, they buried it, yeah. They buried it. And so what it was is, He was so... Ansel Keys was so adamant that he was right that he couldn't... He was blind. He couldn't see any other option.
1: That's called zealotry. Yeah. He he became... You're starting to see a lot more of that in media when mm -hmm. it comes to diets Mm -hmm. because people have to sell books. Yeah. You know, and, and really getting out on a far edge one way or another. One way or another. Is really probably the best way to do that because it's it's a new concept it's Mm -hmm. something that people hadn't considered before and it does sell books but is it right
0: well and it does and here's the here's the reason they work is because you make any change to your diet Mm -hmm. and people are going to lose weight Mm -hmm. people are going to so so it's very hard there's not one single right there's certain there's certain principles Mm -hmm. that we should all follow there's not one single right diet for every person because of genetic individuality mm-hmm. um so it, that
1: but how, which one are you gonna stick to a, exactly that's the, for me that's the biggest determining factor on which diet's gonna be best for somebody so which one can you do mm-hmm. and do it for an extended period of time consistently
0: and and the main one is 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 like i said i don't care what label you put on it okay there's no place in a healthy diet for potato chips or mm-hmm. sodas or so it doesn't matter if you're paleo vegan uh, low-fat, high-fat, high-fiber, whatever you yeah, want to call it. Highly
1: palatable, dense caloric food. Dense caloric food. food. Is, yeah, there's no place for Here's it.
0: Here's the problem with things like sugar and and carbohydrates and processed carbohydrates and things like that is mm-hmm. that they're not acute toxins. Mm-hmm. They they build up over time. Mm-hmm. So it's same, same thing with cigarettes. Cigarette it, For cigarette you it ain't going to make you sick it ain't going to it ain't going to cause cancer the mm-hmm. one yeah. it's an accumulation over time and that's the same thing we're seeing with sugar mm-hmm. uh and all these other any in and, and bad foods and and processed foods here, here here's here's the big thing is that so much of it is being driven by like i mentioned earlier food policy mm-hmm. dr ansel keys drove foot food policy he was very yes. influential in the nih national mm-hmm. institute of health they they have all the money for funding so anybody that wanted to even look at anything to the contrary was actually blackballed um they were ridiculed Udkin ended up dying a destitute and yep. broke and they actually kicked him out of his um lab in england and he was right
1: yes he was right but he didn't he didn't spe- he, he didn't toe the line yeah. or the narrative yeah. of what keys wanted and
0: exactly and so And so following along, they infiltrated a lot of the um, uh, academic institutions um, and and places like Harvard. And then the sugar lobby and the sugar industry, that's been exposed. They they paid um, for a lot of the um, studies that were done that kind of led to the, the first U.S. dietary guideline that we saw. And it was 1978. Anybody... Go, I don't generally tell people to go Google, but you can Google this. Uh, Google, like, obesity heart graph or obesity graph, U.S. obesity graph. You can see how it was very, very flat all through spikes. 1900. Spikes, spikes. 1978, 1980. When? When the low-fat guidelines went in, which everything became low-fat, high-sugar. Mm-hmm. And it spikes. And then type 2 diabetes follows right mm-hmm. right behind that, along with chronic diseases. So, you know, on the one hand, the government tells you... Eat fifty to sixty percent of your daily diet in vegetables and fruits. Right. Well, two percent, two percent of <laughs> the U.S. farmland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: only two percent is dedicated to fruits and vegetables. Sixty mm-hmm. percent of the farmland is dedicated to subsidi- subsidized, subsidized crops. Mm-hmm. All the food that's corn, soy, and wheat. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that are making us sick. Mm-hmm. But the government is subsidizing those primarily, so they're talking out of both sides of their face. Mm-hmm. So until food policy changes, and thank God things are starting to change mm-hmm. little by little, but these thought processes are gonna take a long time because I still have doctors telling you know or primary cares telling their their um, you know patients that are coming in to see me, mm-hmm. hey you know eat this low fat or or even the ADA mm-hmm. diet. The ADA and the American Heart Association are both bought and paid for by big food. Mm-hmm. Um, hate to tell y'all, but look at who gives them their their biggest amount of uh, sponsor money, and it's Mars, Nestle, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo. Um, you know, it, now Philip Morris, Philip Morris, mm-hmm. Philip Morris, the smoking, the s- cigarette giant. They actually bought out Pillsbury. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of these Nabisco, huh? They diversified. They diversified. Yeah. Yes, they so now they're bringing the 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 playbook of cigarettes yeah. to food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So successfully. Successfully. Well. Successfully. Well. So again, going back to Ansel Keys, you know, overnight saturated mm-hmm. fats became bad and even even liver mm-hmm. things like that and plant foods. So remember mm-hmm. avocados and nuts and coconut were part of that as well. Were part of that as well, even mm-hmm. though they're plants. So
1: So so where does that leave us now? You know, we've, we've gotten past a lot of the bad science. Mm-hmm. And so how do we take, you know, kind of the lessons from, from what we talked about for the last, you know, almost hour mm-hmm. of debunking all these myths? How do we take red meat and apply it now to your daily life?
0: So summary, mm-hmm. go grass fed. Mm-hmm. Number one, if and when you can. OK, yes. if not, if not, go organic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, watch the amounts you eat. Okay. No need to eat more. Really? I mean, I, and I'm not saying I love a big steak, mm-hmm. but there's really no need to eat more than six ounces. Mm-hmm. Okay. At a, at a meal at a time, at a time. Mm-hmm. limit processed meats. Okay. Mm-hmm. N- meaning hot dogs, like unless they're hundred percent, hundred, you know, hundred percent beef or pork, mm-hmm. um, and avoid charred meats if you can. So like what, what should you eat? Grass fed beef, grass fed lamb, grass fed pork, uh, bison, mm-hmm. venison game, uh, elk
1: can mix in organ meats
0: yeah and mix in organ meats absolutely mm-hmm. small amounts of high quality organic nitrate free um, they have them nitrate nitrate free sugar free here's the other mm-hmm. one sugar free bacon because yeah. look at how much sugar is in all the bacon that mm-hmm. you're getting um, ham turkey salami sausages all that That that's that's all fine a lot of fish a lot like of fish omega-3s. I recommend about two servings of fatty fish a week to kind of get the thing and, and more if not I have omega threes mm-hmm. um, and then what should you avoid conventionally raised beef lamb or pork do your best you know i understand people's you know especially now mm-hmm. um deli ham and processed meats for the most part hot dogs if not 100 percent beef mm-hmm. or pork conventional sausage conventional made bacon and conventional made sa- salami all because of the sugar mm-hmm. amount so that pretty much that's i mean that's pretty much it you know the, it, the grass-fed is not a ploy to make you pay more money mm-hmm. it's the way a a cow should have been eating all the time, and and game meat, game meats just just great too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any any final words to kind of add? And
1: you know, beef has has been a part of my life, my my entire life. We never had any initiative in our family to avoid beef in any way whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, and other red meats, um, you know, from getting out recently and becoming a hunter myself, and mm-hmm. being able to have access to things that i know where they came from mm-hmm. and i know and what they yeah, ate yeah that's you know there's something powerful about that mm-hmm. about being able to say you know i know where this animal came from mm-hmm. and and that's um that's something i wish more people would get into yeah and and because there's plenty of deer out there yeah yeah you know, there's no shortage no and um so get out there and 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 take a shot at, at maybe bringing your own meat mm-hmm. home and and contribute. it tastes
0: better. It just tastes better when you know you you yeah. you harvested it yourself and and mm-hmm. it, it's it's proper harvesting, not mm-hmm. you know just yeah. It's 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 hunting, not killing. That's right. And, so. and if
1: you don't they become a nuisance. Mm-hmm. They become oh, a they, nuisance. well, yeah.
0: They, they actually die a much worse death. They really do. They actually, um, they get abscessed. They, they, their teeth fall out and mm-hmm. they get diseases and they die a much worse death mm-hmm. and, and 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 the overpopulation.
1: And they teach so. a lot of that, you know, uh, recently going through like the hunter safety, hunter safety course, course and all course, that. Yeah. So you go through all that stuff and you really learn about, you know, what you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. as a conservationist, yep. you know, through hunting. Yeah. Um, and that was the part that really spoke to me was, you know, you're actually doing something good for the deer population by culling Mm -hmm. you know the ones that are going to be best in in a hunting situation so i'm I'm a big fan of that
0: well cool man we'll have to sit down and have some uh Mm -hmm. like red deer red stag and big steak and and uh -hmm. talk over talk over a little bit more info so uh we'll be signing off we'll we'll meet y'all next week at uh 12 from 12 p.m to 1 p.m uh here on 91.1 and thank y'all for tuning in and we will catch y'all next week
2: as a dream. Uh, when I was a little kid, I always wanted to have my own restaurant.
1: And it was a dream that finally, we had the opportunity to build it here in the Woodlands. And I'm so happy with it.
2: It's a really authentic Italian food. Uh, I try to maintain the most original possible. It's very important. Every day I make my fresh pasta. Chi mangia bene, mangia italiano. italiano. Please come and visit us.
1: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.